Have you ever felt that maybe your English is too direct? Or have you ever been given feedback that you sound too aggressive or not polite enough? Well, this is actually a really, really important topic in business English. So I'm going to start with the first in the series looking about how you can soften your English when necessary in a professional environment. I'm going to be going through lots of tips. So if you want to get a pen and a piece of paper and write these down, I would recommend it. But before we go anywhere, let's have some nice samba music, please. English podcast bringing you business English every Wednesday. I'm going to start with a shout out to Salvador who has donated a coffee. Thank you for this useful and free podcast. My English is improving. Thank you so much, Salvador. I'm going to highlight the free part as well here. It will always be free, this podcast. Always, always, always. So these donations are so useful and helpful because they help contribute towards some of my podcast costs and I really, really appreciate them. All of this podcast is done in my own time. I'm not paid for any of the work that I do on this podcast. I want to be really clear about that, not to be like, I do all of this work and blah, 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 but just to be upfront and, and honest. And it's a lot of work and, 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 and a lot of time as well, but I am happy doing it because I like to see comments like that. My English is improving. That's what I want. So you're very welcome, Salvador, and thank you so much for your donation. If you want to see about how you can donate to the podcast, I will leave a little link in the description bar. Now, back to the topic today. Now, this is going to be a part one because there are a lot of topics to cover in this one. So this is going to be part one. It's going to be a series that I'm going to be continuing over the next few months, really, to be honest. So why is it important? As I said, being less direct is very important in a business environment, especially in some cultures, particularly when you're dealing with people who are from the UK or also other people from Europe, European countries who are speaking English. Again, obviously, you need to kind of refer back to the culture in each individual country that you're liaising with. Um, but I'm going to particularly focus on people from the UK because, well, I'm British and it kind of makes sense. Why is being less direct an issue or something we need to think about? Because in some languages, people are more direct. In Spanish, you're more direct. It's, it's a fact. And that's not bad. It's just different. It's not bad. It's not good. In fact, I think in most cases, it's probably quite good, but it's just different. If we're too direct, though, in a business environment, that can maybe affect relationships. Maybe people won't warm to you as quickly. Maybe they might feel a bit hmm, put off by your comments. So in terms of relationship building, getting people on board, um, winning clients, winning kind of trust and earning respect 
it's really important to take into account. So this is kind of like one of those cherry on the top things. The first thing we need to talk, think about is communicating clearly. And the second thing, or one of the second things or cherries on the top is, is things like this. Once you can already speak English at work, how can you fine tune it? And the reason I'm, I'm doing this series is because I've worked with somebody, one of my clients very recently, on this exact topic. They had really, really good English. They'd worked abroad. They had a lot of experience working in English, but they'd been given feedback that they needed to be a bit less direct. So I worked with them and I coached them about how they can do that. And one of the first things is like being aware of it. So when I go through these steps and tips and whatever, you might realize, you might think, ah, oh, okay. I do that or also you might recognize as my client did you might recognize these techniques that British speakers do to be less direct they're not techniques that we're necessarily conscious that we're doing it but um, they're things that we use um, when we're when we're when we're negotiating or working with people or whatever so let's dive straight in and have a look at some of these tips as I said, get a pen and piece of paper ready because I'm going to rattle through some of these. So while there are obviously some situations uh, where you need to be polite and tactful and diplomatic, there are also other situations where you need to be more direct and assertive. And that's down to your judgment, of course. I'm not saying that sometimes you don't or that you shouldn't be direct but if we're talking about a you know a general business interactions then you know being less direct is a good thing in in that context so the first one i'm going to talk about is using modal verbs modal verbs are a big part of softening your english when we add a modal verb to a sentence we can turn maybe a direct request or a suggestion into something that is more polite let me give you some examples. They must send the report by Friday. They must send the report by Friday. It's like very direct. It's like an obligation. It has to be done by Friday. Again, obligation, very direct. They have to be more productive. Obligation. Now let's soften those sentences. Let's make them slightly less direct with could. They could send the report by Fridays. It could be done by Friday. They could be more productive. See the difference? It sounds more like a suggestion or a possibility rather than an obligation. So we can use could to turn obligations, okay, or requests into more kind of suggestions or softer suggestions or possibilities. Again, if it's appropriate, okay, sometimes it's, you need to be very clear. The invoice has to be paid by Friday. We need to be more direct in that context. We can also look at it in the past. For example, you should have shown up on time, you could have shown up on time. It's got that element of possibility. It's not so direct. The invoice should have been paid by Friday. 
well, the, the invoice could have been paid by Friday, don't you think? So again, I'm not necessarily saying that these are better, but they are less direct. Now, you might think listening to those sentences, just as I have in my head, you're like, well, that's a bit weak. It doesn't sound very strong. And yes, so sometimes softening things can make some things sound a little bit weaker. Um, but sometimes that is appropriate if we want to tread carefully. To tread carefully is like to be careful. We don't want to kind of cause a lot of issues or a lot of problems. You know, we want to be as polite as possible. Sometimes it's appropriate in that in that context. Okay, next one. Rather than saying, I don't, when you're giving negative opinions and commands, for example, you know, I, I, I don't agree with that. I, I don't agree with that at all. I don't support that. I'm not on board with that. These are very negative sentences. They're, they're direct and they're negative. I don't support that. I don't agree with that. How could we make that a little bit more polite and, and, and soften it? We could use the modal verb here again with would. By stressing wouldn't, for example, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree to that actually. I wouldn't support that, to be honest. I wouldn't be on board with that. Notice by using wouldn't, we're kind of giving a more conditional feeling. So we're saying there's a little bit of room to negotiate. It's not kind of like black and white. I wouldn't agree with that, but... So it just gives an element of kind of conditional feeling, like that kind of mood, you know? It's like, well, I wouldn't agree with that, actually. Is it a little bit softer, more polite than, I don't agree with that, sorry. And, you know, when we're at work, we have to give feedback to people. And, you know, you have to be quite careful about the way you give feedback. And, I mean, that's a whole minefield in itself because some people take things personally, other people don't, blah, 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 DDD. But in general, you need to be careful when you're giving feedback, especially to people, I would say, who are from uh, cultures that are less direct because you could risk offending them without meaning to, without intention, or just being a little bit abrasive. Um, and as I said, when we're building relationships, we want to try and do exactly that. And maybe being too direct might make people a little bit less warm or they might not warm up to you as quickly or they might find you too abrupt okay the last one we're going to have a look at before I wrap up for today is using another um two phrase uh, phrasal verbs no modal verbs might and may when we're talking about our desires so let me give you some sentences I'm going to use some with the verb need so for example we need more time we need more budget we need more resources. You're giving your desire very simply, very plainly. It's very direct and it could sound a bit abrupt, but again, depends on the time and the place. It might be appropriate. However, how could we soften that or make it more polite if we wanted to? Well, we could use a modal verb like might. For example, we might need more time we might need 
more budget. We might need more resources. Again, that modal verb is kind of adding that element of, you know, possibility. It just doesn't sound as direct. And that could be really useful in a situation that is very tense or could potentially be very volatile or where you don't want to ruffle any feathers. Ruffling feathers is like causing problems or making people agitated or annoyed. So let's just run through those modal verb ones very quickly, okay, from 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 the top. So number one, we can use could when we want to talk about offering suggestions. So turn a direct request into a softer suggestion using could. Number two, we can use wouldn't, especially when we're stating negative opinions. I don't agree with that. Well, I wouldn't agree with that actually again, makes it softer. And finally, we can use might or may when we're talking about our desires. Rather than I want this, you say, well, I might want more time. I need more budget. I might need more budget. Again, the tone of voice is quite similar in those examples I just gave you, but it just sounds softer and less direct. So this will be continued. This is part one. These are the first couple of tips, but this is going to be continued in a few more episodes in a kind of mini series, I guess. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and please share it with a friend or colleague. Let's spread the word about Anna with two N's. And remember that you can find me on Instagram at Anna two N's English. Thank you so, so much for listening and I will see you very soon. Bye-bye.